If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. I was drinking a, a wild cherry Fanta. I don't know. I haven't had soda in years. Oh, wow. Nice. I had yeah, I taste that little taste. I a little fair. I want a Fanta. And I had a little mm-hmm. taste for it. I said, I'm going to have it. I'm drinking it right now. It tastes good at the moment because it's warm in my house. It's cool. But I'm like, I don't think I want this again. I think I'm good. I think I'm so good. So those is just enough just to get a reminder. You're like, yeah, all right. Okay. I was like, okay. That's, I mean, it's good. I'll finish it and everything. But I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I don't miss soda that much anymore. I, I just had to, t- I haven't had a Pepsi or a Coke or Dr. Pepper in years. Oh, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, so it's going. I was like, yeah, you know, I'll see you in another five years, Fanta. Uh, we'll yeah, Fanta. Yeah, on. this is good. I, I'm, not, I'm not that big of a fan of Fanta. <laughs> um, <laughs> what up, Bob? Okay, let's see. Oh, we're live. Hi, everybody. We're on. Hello. I. No, not I. We are. They're <laughs> crazy little really stuff here. What say, Frank? It's really you. You you are GH. By the way. <laughs> I don't want to be GH. It's okay. Um, it's uh, it's all of us together. It really is. I swear it. I don't want to be it by myself. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome, JHP Spotlight here on JLJ Media. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, James Live Jr. As you see, Frank Moran. Hi, Frank. Hey, everybody. <laughs> We're both here to talk about General Hospital and Port Charles. Um, there are folks who aren't here today, folks, there's one folk, that's Lucretia Lyon, there's only one, she could make it today, but she sends her best, um, and she'll return at some point, point. and I talked to Carla Renata for four hours the other night. Four hours? Mm-hmm, we caught up. Wowzers, how is she? She sent her love to you, Frank. We talked, so everybody, she wants to tell everybody, she wants to tell everybody she loves you all, she has been so, oh, it's good to see Frank this time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, she uh, had a very, oh my God, don't, oh, don't, oh my God, I'll do that again. <laughs> I love it. Um, she's doing fine, Frank. She's, uh, her, the Curry Critic is exploding. She's doing a lot of interviews. She's had an interview with Matt Damon she got the other day. Nice. His, yeah, for his new film, is it Tomorrow? No, what's the new film? Stillwater? Stillwater. Yeah, he's getting lots of notices for that. Uh, she got him. She, she loves everybody, she, and she's, I told her she's always welcome to come on anytime, and she wants to, but her show is today. Her shows are on Sundays, and she's been swamped uh, with movies and, the, you know, and all this stuff. She's been really busy, so, but she loves everybody, and one of these days, she said, come on, she ran into Brianna Cole, uh, Henry, the other day, who plays Jordan. She ran into her at a thing, and was like, oh my God, I know you. Um, <laughs> so, yes, uh, but we love her. We love Christ. She's doing, she's doing fine. She and I are up, we're, we're both up for two awards against each other. <laughs> Um, the Capital City Web Awards, which are coming out, I think the ceremony's in two weeks, and we're both up against each other for best host and best news entertainment series. Man. Yeah. So, I want her to win. I have an award already. I have one. I love it. I want I want her to... I, well, and also Flobo's nominated against us, too. So I, I would love Flobo to win, too. We know Flobo, too. Another one we know. I'm looking at that. I mean, you know. Right now. Uh, 
yeah, new uh, new content every day on Flowboat. That's We're all up against each other, and so well, I'll let you know how it goes. Turns out, but we're hanging there. Ricardo says, "Center love." Um, thank you for making this show the number one show on my network. It's again, once again, it's the number one show on my network. It is just completely. I, it must be it must be Frank because I know it's not me. So I'm not, so I, I I appreciate that. I'll ride this as long as it is. The moment we're number two, I'm out. I can't not be number one. <laughs> well, Frank, Forgotten Hollywood, my other surprise hit series is coming close. It's been, it's been number two for weeks. It's doing really well. No! Forgotten Hollywood, Frank. Forgotten Hollywood. And GH. I don't know. Those are two, my two top shows. So thank you, everybody, for that. And yeah, I'm going to try to get her on the show. I, I, I reached out to her. I'm going to try to get her on the show. Um, because I didn't interview her. I wasn't there. She did she did it when they were doing the show on Afterbuzz. So I didn't you know, I've never interviewed her or met her. So I would love to have her on the show. So I'm trying to get that. Um, and uh also Bold and Beautiful, it's out right now. Me Spotlight is out. Uh go to any you know streaming service, whatever it's out there. Me, Tammy Govea and uh, Amanda Russ laughed our way through the whole episode. So check that out. We did some impressions, we had new shirts made. Go show it. We're crazy. That show is crazy. We have a good time. So it's Frank, it's crazy. Um, we have a good time. And that's out right now. And then, if you haven't seen it already, my big interview with Eric Braden, who plays Victor Newman on Young and the Restless. It is out now. People are already commenting. And I mean, it's it's he's my buddy. He's my third time sitting down with him. And he came straight from the set. He was actually um, filming and he sat down with me for 35 minutes and we had a, a, a no topic was off limits, trust me. There's some wow. cutting. He talks about the. He talks about being um, first. He likes the mask. It's a whole thing. So check that out now. It's on all. It's out there. JLJ Media. It's out there. The Wide Army Spotlight with Eric Braden, uh, and of course, Edition uh, Days is finishing up over there. They have their. They have the lesbians. I guess. Why well, don't they're lesbians? I guess they're two chicks who like each other from Days of Our Lives. Um, they play. Uh, was it Precious and Allie? They're on right now over there with with Tony Moore and company. So check them out. Edition Days. That's everything, Frank. That's everything, everybody. That's all the announcements. That's great. Look at that. You and Eric Braden, just close personal friends. We are. We actually are friends. And that's, that's what I never. And I never thought that. And I mean, I've heard about him, the bigness of him, from the first time we met about five years ago. Complete, completely. He's, he's a softy. He's, he's, he. The one thing about him is he loves his family. He loves his family. He loves his son, who's writing the next Den of Thieves uh, movie. He wrote the first one. Oh wow, that's great! His son's a huge filmmaker. He did *London Falling*, *It's Falling*, *Olympus*. He did all that, so he's doing that right now. And he loves his grandchildren. He's a big. He loves his family, and he's been to the hood. That's our big talk. He's been to the hood here in, in South LA. We talk about that. So we're gonna talk GH, folks. Everybody, calm the fuck down. It's my show. I'm talking about other stuff too. I have I have a whole soap empire that I promote on all my shows. I can stop it at any time. <laughs> I can cease it at any time. But I support all the soaps. We're going to talk to you, H. We're going to give it to you. You have nothing to worry about. Anyway, so yes, we are friends. You have to get the other people sometimes. They, they get smart with me. Yeah. I'm here for you. Trust me, this is hard work. Okay. So now we will talk about General Hospital because now we are ready to talk about General Hospital. All right. I don't, I don't know if people hate me. I'm gonna do, do another show of people's mean comments to me. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do another one. The first one, the first one was popular. So I'm gonna do I don't people, people who hate me. I'm sure they hate me on here, but you watch anyway. Okay. I want to start from the backwards going forwards kind of thing. Great. Just, to, just to change it up a little bit. 
So, Anna finally using her, I almost said DVX, that's, that's the bad people. Her, almost said WGN, that's a TV show. <laughs> Fuck's that place, Frank. That, that, uh, the WSB. WSB. Yes. Yeah, I was like, I could, I'm like, oh my God, my FSB, I was going on. FYI. It's great. FYI. She finally used her skills and she's coming to the conclusion that Finn has something to do with it. Like, finally. It wasn't, I mean, just seeing that scene there in the, uh, the bar as they're interrogating the helicopter pilot. And when he starts describing the other person on the roof, just to see uh, how Fanola Hughes played, just like the, the realization, like, oh, geez, that's, that's, that's Finn. Uh, but as always, it, you know, it can never be just instantaneous. It's got to be like, I got to spend a couple days just trying to like be around Finn and figure it out. And then I can uh, say like, yep, yeah, it's Finn. It's Finn. Yeah, she was totally finding her way there. You can see yeah. she was kind of slowly. I kind of liked it. It was okay. She's getting there. I think like, oh, she's getting there. She's getting there. It's like, I mean, and the, but the part that made me laugh, and if folks at home, I'm gonna make you laugh too. When she went in, in the outdoors, I always think of Frank. Every time I do an outdoor scene, I think of Frank. I don't know. Every time I do one, I just start laughing. In that back area back there by Prospect Studios in the corner. Um. When, when Finn and Elizabeth were talking and Liz says the actual line, it's what Jason does. I couldn't stop laughing when she said that. He's a hitman. It's what Jason does. Like he can help us. I couldn't stop laughing when she said that. That, that whole scene was, was ridiculous. Just uh, like, <laughs> great to see Jason just kind of uh, just skulking uh, in, the, in the bushes, just waiting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Grown man, grown man. Right. Uh, you know, but I, I will say I admire Jason that he is a man of he only just needs what 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 is on him at the moment. I'm thinking if I'm if I'm going anywhere, I'm usually got like a little you know like a little tote bag or yeah, something. I mean, a little backpack, you know, a bag lady. Yeah, no, no. I mean, but Jason, boom. Nope. It's just I got my 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 two muscles, my my my, my guns, and that's it. I'm just gonna just start charging through that park. <laughs> and then his, uh, his, you know, his Jason sense went off and he's like, oh, wait a minute. Somebody's talking about something that probably mentions me. I probably should just listen yes. in on this. Yes. Oh, my God. No, Frank, he, when, I, when he first returned, I got a chance to interview him. And that's my second biggest interview here on this, show, on this channel. You can check it out on the front page. We mentioned the, the return of the jeans and the black shirt. I mean, that's, that's his uniform. He doesn't right. I don't think he carries a wallet or anything. I don't think he has an ID or a driver's license. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. He just walks around town, just, just like, nothing carrying nothing. It's Dude, great. It's, it's I great. It. I, I did have that sort of confidence in yourself that you're like, I, I just need what's on, you know, what I have here in my pockets. That's it. I don't yep. need anything else. That's it. And I just started laughing. Um, but I just, I just, I just thought this, this conversation was ridiculous to me too because Elizabeth is right. Okay, I know you don't trust Jason, but Elizabeth says he's good. You should trust Elizabeth, and um, you should know a little bit about his history because you've been here a while. This is what Jason does. I just, she said, "This is what Jason does." I was like, "This is what he does." Let him help you. Um, but now I think it's too late. I think now, Anna, Anna shows up in his office at the end on Friday. So I mean, I think that's. I mean, uh. yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> This whole, I mean, for whatever reason, they're, they're, they're dragging the storyline out. And again, I have no sense of time for uh, on GH. From when they hit Peter to now, 
it, it has been at least you know a month or so for us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, and the lack of urgency yeah. of like, we got to get this body out of here. Right. Uh, instead, it's just like, you know, I don't know. What do you think we should do? Should we do something? I don't know. Right. It's just, like, you know, I feel like I, I would have bought it taking this long if you would have shown me them trying different things and those plans failing. Hey, what if we did this? Oh, that failed. Oh, what if we try this? Oh, that failed. But for them to just constantly be kind of just kind of, kind of like, well, we're just going to kind of talk about it and talk yeah. around it. It's just like, this is just unbelievable that it's gone on this long. And still Finn is telling Elizabeth, you know what? Let me think of something. I'll, I'll come up with a way out. Like, how? You've had all this time already and you haven't done anything. How are you going to now think of something? No, it's, it's, I don't know why, you know, you know how I feel this whole story, like, anyways, I don't know why it's dragging me, but I will say, I guess you're using this as a catalyst for a bunch of storylines right now. It's an umbrella story. So, then you and I said it before, they have to kind of keep it going a little bit because it affects the Maxi Baby storyline. It affects, I mean, like, it affects a couple other things that if he is found, I guess, that changes everything. I mean, it changes those storylines, I guess. So, he's, he's being used as a prop, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, I understand you want to kind of lengthen out that story, and you're right, it has repercussions for other yeah, storylines as well. But I just feel like there's got to be a better way than them just kind of hemming and hawing and not really doing anything. Instead, yeah. give me them trying something. You can still have all that kind of burgeoning relationship building between Finn and Liz by having them try things that fail and then realizing, man, this is taking forever. We're going to get caught. Rather than just like, let's go check out Violet's softball game. And, I don't know. We had, you know, and, eating me cupcakes. Hey, first of all, what's what was GH's obsession with softball? What is the <laughs> obsession? I mean, I can carry, I can give two shits about softball or baseball or any of that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, but this this summer we're having lots of that going on. Adults, kids, everybody, everybody's playing it. Apparently, <laughs> it's. I mean, you know, all right, you know, I guess every TV show may have, shows may have their kind of particular thing they may gravitate towards. For GH, it's softball, but. You know, for me, it means very little unless, hey, show me, maybe show me a game. Yeah, I know. Hello. They got always money yeah. for new sets. They got a couple of new sets going on. They got the Savoy now and the pool area. And I'm like, what's going on? I mean, God, we can't give us, you can't give us a, 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 a diamond, a baseball diamond. Yeah, you can't tell me that they couldn't shoot. They could find, there's plenty of diamonds all around Los Angeles oh, area that they could tie in several storylines to that softball game, people watching in the stands, people on opposing teams, and build and build story through all that. But no, no. I would still hate it, but I but I would go with that if we you know to be a little better. Um, so that so that's just kind of that's going on there. Uh, also, I had to say I did not see this coming. Did not see this coming. It's ridiculous. I didn't see it coming though. Alexis gets transferred. There's a co-ed. He's supposed to say lighter feel at this prison she's at. And who rolls up in a wheelchair? Ryan Chamberlain. I, Where did that come from? That makes zero sense to me why this man is in that light of a, uh, of a <laughs> institution. Wait, what? Right. And, it's like, I, I know that he's kind of that locked in syndrome, yeah. but still, he is a serial killer. So locked in or not, keep him in a maximum security prison. I don't understand this. Frank, I was 
I was completely in shock. I was like, oh, I did not see that coming at all. I, mean, I really didn't see that coming. And I was like, okay. I mean, I guess I, so. I guess there you go. Yeah. I mean, I guess it needs to be to give Alexis something else to do. Yeah. I mean, she had Sean uh, in Pentonville. So now this new place, she needs to have some kind of storyline thing. But Ryan Chamberlain, I, I mean, I, I really have no idea where the story's going. I mean, I, I mean, at this point, because now Spencer's been kind of even revealed to us yeah. that he's the one behind it, not Ryan. But they got, I, I, I mean, anymore, John Lindstrom, yes, I'll take him. I mean, I'll, I'll take him where I can get him, I guess. But it's just like, I'm really, that was a surprise. I was like, what? Because I had a feeling she's going to run into somebody, but I didn't think it would be, I mean, be him. Um, but I, the only thing that worries me is that what we talked about a little bit last week, the rumors about a potential uh, exit for John Lindstrom. Oh, yeah. This is what it's kind of seeding. I'm like, oh, no, come on. I know. No. We don't want that. We don't want that. Not this way. I mean, if he needs to exit, I understand, but right. in the way that they're proposing, it sounds awful. I would, Lori, I was hoping with Cyrus too. For some reason, I was hoping with Cyrus for now. I was hoping it'd be him, but it didn't ah. didn't work out. I mean, I was, I was, I'm with her. I was, I was, I was hoping it'd be Cyrus. I miss him. You know, I, I, I actually miss his character. Yeah. yeah, and maybe more. I think rather would have been. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. And Sean is free. And now to go back to the Hayden Barnes mystery, the whole shooting thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's Sam, you know, your buddy Sam. Oh, yeah, for sure that case is not going to get solved uh, quickly or correctly with Sam involved. That's your, that's your recipe for disaster there. Yes. Uh, but uh, enough scenes of, uh, we get it. We get it, Nicholas is sweating this out. But it's constantly, these discussions only really happen like when Nicholas is in earshot, so he can be like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going backwards in time. So I get, I thought, I thought Sean was kind of in and out. I think he's going to be here for a while, but he's here longer than I thought he was going to be here. Um, man, I, that's great. Let's keep yeah. him, let's keep him around for a while. I mean, there's certainly storytelling possibilities now with this whole thing with, you know, with Jordan and she's kind of available. So, uh, yes, kind of. Uh, we saw Portia and my man, Kit, I mean, Curtis Kiss. Yeah. They, they uh, oh, uh, yeah. One last thing with Sean before we get to Portia and uh, Curtis is the scene between uh, Sean and, and Stella. I was going to say that. I said Sean is out and Stella goes off. Woo! Man, that. Yeah. I, I, I liked it where she said, she said it, she stands by it, she doesn't have any regrets. Uh, and that she just gave herself that Atta girl after it was done. She's like, I did it. <laughs> did it <laughs> well, but you know she, she did she was like i'm so proud of myself no the thing is i mean it's realistic to me it's realistic it's it's like everybody's like oh i forgive you okay we'll be friends kind of frenemies she shouldn't she should hate him why not i think why not i think i think it's in a long way might, they might end up you know reconciling somehow you know these kind of stories go but i thought yeah it's the first time seeing him in all these years and he's out walking around her son is dead and everything that went down i i why not? I thought it was a great, I mean, and you know, if Renee, if Renee Watson knows how to do it. She knows how to do it. She just, I mean, full guns. Full and there's guns. one thing about Stella. She, she holds on to stuff. She, and oh, she holds on to it yeah. for a long time. Yes, she does. She do not forget. Yeah. And her and, and her and, and this, well, this whole storyline is encompassing that she talks to Jordan and convinces Jordan to go see Curtis. Same time, but of course, uh, they're kissing as a boy. Well, do you think Jordan and, and Curtis are done? Do you feel like I, they should be done to me? I kind of like Portia and Curtis together. 
I yeah. like the slow build. I like the, they build a friendship. I like when Jordan said, me and Portia are friends. I kind of like that too. Uh, I, there's Sean, there's Teddy. There's all, there's all kind of men running around that she could, could she could link up with, so to speak. I mean, it doesn't have to be Curtis. Um, yeah. I never, I was never a fan of them together anyway. I was a fan of... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The other, that's our buddy Vess Antoine, uh, and them together. Um, I feel like I like I like Brianna Nicole Henry now. I like her. I like her now. I, I wasn't a big fan in the beginning, but I like her now. Um, I think Liquor is somebody else. I mean, there's other there's other plenty. Her and Sean, why not? They're the parents of TJ. We rekindle whatever find a fine with it as they're searching for the killer and all this. Stuff. I mean, all the kind of the shooter and all stuff. Why not? I think why not? No, I, I agree, and, and it seemed like the show was not invested. in and truly trying to see if they can work through these issues oh. when when they had the big fallout. I mean, you rare. I mean, you rarely saw them trying to make things work or have any sort of conversations. They didn't just like go like, no, we're done. Okay, we're done. Yeah, so. we're just done. Just done. I was like, somebody, George, uh, Joe, uh, Joe says Jordan Taggart. Why not? I say, why not? Give Taggart more to do. I mean, give. I, I have no problem. There's other men out there. If they had to pair her up with somebody. There's other yeah. ones out there. Um, it's not just just Curtis. But I kind of like the Curtis Porsche tentative slow bill getting back together kind of they're both free they both are really free um mm -hmm. do what they want and i think i think why and i think it sets up for the whole trina reveal that that's his daughter that's my prediction yeah uh I, that's my prediction. but I, and i also feel like that that as long as much as curtis hates lies in a relationship and will walk away from that the fact that, that the lie is also revealing that he has a daughter does not make it that easy for him to just say I'm out. That's a, that's a good point. It's a good point, right? That's a good thing to do. So, I I am thinking, yeah, I think I think I think it'll go full steam ahead with Curtis and Portia. I don't know what if folks on the are watching. Do they have a name? Is it lotion? I mean, what, what, what's her name? Let's say you know, Curtis. It's Curtis and and Portia, Portia, Curtis. I don't know. <laughs> Any name for them? Do they have a name? Anyhow. Uh. Hmm. I don't think they do. I don't. I don't, I don't think they do. I was trying to make Croatia work, but it's not Croatia. I know Croatia. Not <laughs> any name. So anyway, so that's so you guys have worked that out, folks. Um, but I would, you know, that's really interesting. Um, but yeah, Curtis uh, going right in though, right there at the Savoy, just like boom, boom, boom. And they're giving our girl behind the, the the wonderful mixologist and hostess, or whoever she is. She's getting she's getting under five lines, Frank. She's getting lines. She talked to Terry. Mm -hmm. Yes, she's doing it. I, all right, let's break it down though. I mean, we saw, you know, the Savoy had its like soft opening for Trina's graduation yeah. party, yeah. but 
this week was the big official Savoy opening. That place did not look that busy. That, that, was, that was pretty light attended opening. It was probably because of COVID. I'm, I'm sure there's some there's some pricing things they can't really you know do because of restrictive things. Um, but it didn't. They could have made it seem filled up more. I don't know. I mean, or something. I don't know. It was kind of. It was a soft opening, so to speak. But I can't um, figure that place out because I guess it is just there's no food. There's just liquor. There's these little small white little cube tables. Yes. There's no dancing, so there's some kind of light music playing in there. I'm I, assuming I, it's a lounge. Uh, all right. But no, okay. but a lounge, you know, but no, but a lounge usually will have food and, and different kind of seating. They'll usually have like, uh, it's been a while since I've been to a club. <laughs> uh, but, but that's so that's why I went to one. They would have like uh, couches and things mixed in with tables and chairs. They did, but they would offer like bite size, you know, bite size eats. They would offer like, you know, finger foods. Yeah. Um, with the drinks, I would think. I mean, I don't know. I'm confused by it too. They thought about the drinks, the drinks, the drinks, the drinks, the drinks. Um, Johnny Hayden said I said that too, Frank. Yeah, it's kind of like it's just like I don't understand what it is either, really. Sure. It, and it's set up really weird. It seems really the chairs and are all in the middle of there, these high top, they're on the middle of the room. I mean, it's you can't even get to the bar. I'm like, I used to work in food service, so this is not how it's not working for me. Yeah. I want to <laughs> redesign it. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, but I was glad because okay, it's a little side note, folks. On uh, if you watch, I'm gonna restless. And there is a there's a, a black woman who's in the background. Her she her name we found her name is Crystal on the show. She wears the same outfit every day, this green dress. Everybody makes fun of her, but that's her uniform. We found that's her uniform. She got one line, one no two lines once, and that was it. That's what I'm saying. This chick on this show on GH, she has several lines on several episodes. She's like, yes. they talk to her, they show her up close. She's got her big fro and. She was talking to Terry about, you know, a man, maybe getting a man. And I was like, okay. I was like, okay. So they're trying to get a little, they're trying to give us some atmosphere, I think, at the at the Savoy. But I, this is a Savoy club here in Inglewood where I live. It looks very different. <laughs> really different. The, uh, the girls' night out, though, that kind of crashed and burned. I mean, because Terry is <laughs> all about like, hey, yeah, we're putting this on the books. We got it going on. Uh, and, you know, it just really went nowhere. I mean, Terry, you know, I guess you wanted you know, Porsche and Curtis to get together anyway. But she was just like there, and then I'm out. See you later. Like they should have had them. They should have had them hang out a little more there, and then they didn't. They didn't do that. I agree with you. They didn't do that. But it was, I mean, there there were friendship happening, which is starting to be really interesting. They're bringing more Terry. Um, and on Friday, Monica says she's made a decision. She's going to endorse. It's a final next week. Do you have any idea who you think it'll be? You think it'll be Britt, or you think it'll be uh, Terry? <sighs> it's Monica, so I'm wondering who it'll be. You know, I. Yeah, I mean, if there, you know, I know we had Matthew on here a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about like, you know, that Terry's under contract now. So, like, if that's the case, let's give it to her and give her some more stuff. I mean, yeah. I've been happy with the scenes that I've seen with her, you know, yeah. with, with yeah. Uh, and Liz. So, let's, if that's the case, then yeah, give her the chief of staff stuff. I mean, Britt's got enough storylines going on that being chief of staff is not paramount to to her. She doesn't need that aspect to drive stories for her. True. So folks, folks watching, Terry or, or, or Brett? I see one Terry. So let me know in the chat what you what you guys are thinking. Um, I I mean, for me, I actually go with Frank's thinking. Either one will be fine with me. I don't care. But the, but in the end, Britt has a lot more story. So she has other stories. So you're right. She can totally get into. Um, I have a feeling a pregnancy story is going to happen. That's just me. No, I'm with you on that. I, I mean. have a feeling. I see. I think it's coming. So there's a whole thing there. And speaking of pregnancy, see my segue there. 
Brando chooses life outside the mob, Frank, not life inside the mob. You know, I mean, I appreciated the scene with Brando and Curtis where they were kind of hashing out those, uh, those aspects and stuff. So I, I did like that discussion, even the, the scene between, you know, Spinelli and Brando, you know, just a kind of couple different, you know, kind of different points of view on that dilemma that Brando was going through in the moment. So him, you know, from what we've seen of Brando, we've never seen him be like the guy that's been, you know, he wants to help out the family, but it's never been like, I've got to be in there. I've got to be involved. Right. I think he's been, as far as we know, as far as the show has seen, shown us, he's been very happy working at the garage, owning that garage, doing his thing and, and helping out when he could. Uh, but so for me, for him, when Sasha and him, you know, have this, not necessarily an ultimatum, but just her truth, I can see why Brando, it makes sense for me that Brando would choose that. and doesn't seem like it's like, he's going to regret making this choice or it's, he's being dishonest to himself, at least as far as, at least what I've taken away from what the show has shown us. Yeah, you know, the thing is, you guys in the chat room, I agree with you. I don't want any more babies either, but I have a feeling they're going that direction. I just have, I could be, I hope I'm wrong. Um, they're all, okay. Uh, they're all talking about, let's see. Terry, 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 no for babies. Watching this days also, okay. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, it, it's, this show does things, as we know, sometimes we're like, they, they'll just drop something, go a different direction. Sometimes they'll drop, they pick up 10 years later. Sometimes they drag things out for a long time. Brando is very much a guy who will help out if needed, I think. But he's not, you're right, it's not a desire for him to, to be in there. Gladys is the one who's the grabby hands, you know, oh. trying to get in there. And she makes you laugh. She was supposed to hate her folks. That's the whole point you're supposed to hate. She's annoying. She's an annoyance. She annoys everyone. That's why I kind of like her, because she's just so, she annoys everyone. Um, but I think, yeah, Brad, I agree with you, Chartreuse Al. He will, he will stand up when he needs to. But he, he likes the idea of this whole new family thing. I think he likes the fact that, I think he, I think he, like, he likes Sasha. I think he likes Sasha and the baby coming. And they're such a cute couple. Um, and I thought it was great that she stood up for herself and was like, no, I don't want that lifestyle for me. Uh, I mean, not everybody, not everybody should want to be in the mob. I mean, that's like, this is like for real people. It's like, you should think, you know. Um, it wasn't Brando. Brando was a military guy, like you said. He's a military guy, but that's that's different. Um, Brando's mom. Has, hi, Marlon Wallace. Brando's mom has something up her sleeve. Yep. Uh, Daisy Flower. We do we we do hate her. <laughs> yes. Um, Lori Gladys is a great actor. No, she no the person who's playing. I mean, we're supposed to hate her. That's the point. She's good. The person who's playing her is doing a great job um, because we just she bugs the F out of us. I mean, that's, and that's it. Everyone's annoyed by her. I mean, Olivia was annoyed by her. Carly's, everybody's, everybody's annoyed by her. She does not care. That's no. what I love about it. She just, Gladys doesn't give a shit. She don't care. She don't care. Not no, at all. There is zero self-reflection in that woman. Oh, at all. God. Like, oh, I've been God. screwed by the world and the world owes me. So let that's me get it. my taste. She's always, oh my God. When, and <laughs> they said to her, well, you're always bringing it up how you're related to the family. I mean, like, it's like, she is just so, when she, when she told um, uh, homegirl, uh, Sam, you're only, I'm related to my blood. Um, <laughs> I'm related to actually the children or whatever. And then she was like, well, Jason is sunny. I gave Sam credit that time. She's like, Jason is sunny. I guess somebody's blood is thicker than, and water is bigger than, thicker than blood. And I love that line. I thought I'll give Sam that line. But it's just like she just just reading Sam like you just you are nothing and I live it we're practically family. I thought that was, oh my god, it's so funny. I know she is so she loves she loves some free drinks. You know that she loves her some free drinks. I would too. 
<laughs> I mean, she makes you laugh, but she's supposed to. But the fact that she hates uh, Sasha, because we, we love Sasha. So it's kind of like, that's the point. We're supposed to like, not want her to do anything to Sasha. And it'd be, it'd, be very, it'd be very interesting to see where that goes. I mean, I mean, I can also see, is this something that Gladys tries to stir things up and, you know, Sasha loses the baby? God, I hope yeah. not. I hope not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, yeah, and plus, you know, thinking about like the time that uh, that Dev was around with Brando, I mean, we didn't see many scenes of them together, but at least the way that Brando would talk about his relationship with Dev made it seem like they really enjoyed having that. So yes. I could see why he'd be like, yeah, having a family that would be a, a, a real family would be very cool to him. And he, and he also he likes his um, garage, he likes his garage, he's, yeah. he's fine with it, I think he's fine with it. Um, you know, I think, I just think it's, he's just like, it, it's, it can be fun and exciting. Obviously we all know that, but I don't, I don't think he cares. As, I don't, we don't think he's that cares that much. Um, and I don't know why, I mean, Gladys is not thinking smart where it's like, Hey, yeah, you should get with Sasha. If she's a, uh, the face of deception, she's a co-owner in that company. It's a successful company. There's a lot of stuff going on. You could live a really comfortable life by just like, you know, ingratiate myself, I can ride your coattails on that nice lavish lifestyle. But no, it's Gladys is like, no, no, it's gotta be the Corinthos. I need that Corinthos, that, that Corinthos connection. And I, yeah. Whatever, it's just whatever, it's crazy. Um, speaking of Corinthos, let's switch over to Quartermain. There's several things going on in that family right now. Um, but one, towards the end of the week we had, uh, which I, you and I have said this before, I love the scenes between Monica and Jason. Because they're yes. always steeped in reality. And they had a really good conversation after he did some renaissance, 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 renaissance reconnaissance, excuse me, renaissance, reconnaissance, which I use a big word, folks. <laughs> word. I'm actually sober today. Um, reconnaissance on Austin, which we'll get to that, you know, in a sec. Um, but then she wanted to talk about Carly. And they actually went over the history a little bit about how, why she feels the way she feels. But their conversations are so, just so real and respectful and they just they, they hear each other out and they know each other kind of and i love i love the relationship love it yeah the way that she just started off is like i just want you know i want i just want to let you know what's in my heart you know and it's like uh, i was like all right yeah let, let's hear what you got to say and uh to hear jason is like yeah we were all wrong we, we all yes. did yeah he did and so and that to me somebody got mad that i said well no you know, you get older, you look back at stuff, you think, like, you, when you're younger, you think you're right. You think you're right. So you do all this stuff, you think you're right in the moment. And maybe in a long run, maybe it was better. And like she said, he was not perfect. He was a troubled person. Like, she, she knew that there was, he had issues. AJ had issues. It wasn't it. But they all, you know, they all, but the whole, whole thing, and it's, people are already saying in the chat room, everybody has something in that storyline. Everybody did every, everybody reacted the way they reacted and did what they did. They all have a part to play in that. Um, and Monica has her stuff in there, and AJ has his stuff, and Carly has her stuff. And that's almost why the storyline was so interesting because it wasn't just one-sided. It wasn't just like he did this to her and that's it. Everybody had a part to play in that. They all did. Mm -hmm. No one made Carly sleep with AJ. No one made no one made you know, no one made, nobody made her do that. You know, um, she wanted Jason. I mean, you go back to those scenes. You can go on YouTube and watch them. You'll see it's like there's a lot of stuff out there. AJ was very problematic. And he had, and he had a drinking problem like his dad. His dad had his addiction problem later to Alan. There, he had some issues. 
Um, and but Jason was considered the golden child, and that's and for siblings sometimes that's hard to have to live with that. Um, and and he was and he was the cause of Jason becoming Jason Morgan. Everybody doesn't forget that either. So yeah. those demons were there. Uh, Monica Monica coddled him, which parents do. You have to I mean thing is, you know, when you have children, it's hard. I mean, I I try to judge parents sometimes too hard. I mean, there's some parents who are horrible, obviously, but there are some parents who their hearts in the right place trying to help their children. And sometimes you make mistakes. I know I've made mistakes with my kids. I mean, I just, I mean, it's just how it is. My parents made mistakes with me. I mean, it's just, it, just, it's, it is what it is. And I think, but everybody had a part to play in it. Um, and Jason admitted his part, just saying, I just, we were wrong what we did too. I mean, everybody, everybody went extreme back then. The storylines are out there. They're, they, could, they could go online and look at them. They all went extreme. Yeah, that, uh, I feel like still holds up as like one of the, the, the biggest changes uh, that GH made and stuck with was just the, cha- the change from Jason Morgan, to, yeah. Jason Corbin to Jason Morgan. Yeah. Usually it's like for a year or so, it's like a story yeah. arc. And then there's some kind of weird medical thing that'll come out in the end and like bring him back. And it's like, oh, look at that. But nope, they they have stuck with it. I, you know, uh, I'm sure there are people that would love to see Jason Quarterman back or a blending of the Jason Quarterman and the Jason Morgan. Yeah. But I mean, it's, I, I couldn't stop laughing. I couldn't stop laughing because we have that going on. When he goes to the brick, can I say hi to you? <laughs> She's like, I know she wanted to say to him, but obviously it was daytime television. But it was just kind of like, sure. I mean, like, Jason, you can't have both ways, Jason. You can't have it both ways. You can't try to be there for her. You really can't. Carly was right about that. Carly was actually right about that. You can't be there for her and do this at the same time to protect the family. You can't do both. Yeah. He's having a hard time, Frank. He's having a hard time for some reason. It is, I mean, it is interesting that, you know, and I don't know if it would change Brits. It might give her a more understanding about why Jason's doing this, but that doesn't actually mean that she would forgive him or want to have any interaction with him still if Jason just told her the whole story. Right. And I, and I don't know why, I mean, I guess it's like, you know, this this ruse only works if everybody believes that it's genuine, right? Which <laughs> the fact that so many people do is just ridiculous. I mean, at least Michael, at least they, you know, and I guess Sam, lesser said, no, it's just you know for protection rather than out of some kind of like genuine, like yeah, this is this is a deep, deep emotional personal connection between the two of us, and we really want to do this. It's it's such an awkward situation. I've, they played them so heavily as best friends. I believe that. Yes. I can't believe a romantic thing coming out of it. I'm not interested in seeing it either. No, me either. Just, yeah. it, it's, it should be a marriage of convenience to save the family. They should, I hope they play it as such. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't, I, I don't, I can't see them sleeping together and I, just, I can't see it. I just can't. It just it, seems uh, weird. But I agree with you. That's why I think the pregnancy storyline is going to happen because I feel like there needs to be a reason for for Jason still to be caught in Brit's orbit, and and a pregnancy keeps that going. Because otherwise, for as much as Jason's kind of you know trying to have it both ways, uh, you know, eventually he would just like, all right, I have to say goodbye to that and just focus on this as much as it hurts. But a pregnancy involved, even if she's trying to like, oh, it's Jax's, uh, Jason's not gonna, <laughs> he's not gonna let that go. Yeah, I went Nisa. I, I feel like Brit should have been brought into the situation because she knows how this is. She's been through yes. it. She knows what's going on. 
Um, she knows her parents. Um, I, yeah, I just think it's just, it's, it's obviously dramatic license and who might tell me what to say, but I just think it's, it could be done slightly different, but uh, yeah. well, we're just saying, we're, Frank and I are just, we're just, we're speculating. We don't know anything. We're just speculating. I don't want more babies either. I'm just saying it's an easy way. It's an easy way. It's a soap trope that usually works easy way to facilitate stuff. Um, and I mean, Brit is certainly a gossip. She loves getting together with Brad. Oh yeah, she does. In the dirt. But I think you've really noticed with Brit uh, and Jason, that a deeper connection that if Jason did tell her what the real deal was, as hurt as she would be by it, and as much as she doesn't like it, I don't think she would say anything to anybody. Yeah, Daisy Flower, I agree with you. I actually would rather have the disease progress and that be the, the catalyst. I wouldn't mind that. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. So, I mean, there's that besides, if you want to do pregnancy, then go that direction and see what, and make, and make him draw him out of the Carly thing. Mm-hmm. These well, notebooks, again, I'm not scared of them, so I don't even, I don't, you know. Yeah. Are you scared of them, Frank? I'm not scared of them. No. I mean, I mean, unless there's, you know, you, you got to show me something more at stake. Uh, if you, I will be more scared of them if they bring in a uh, recognizable actor into some aspect of the Novak operation. Then I'll say like, all right, these guys are somebody to really take serious. But, you know, the, the, the bit actor that comes in, it, it does not sell me. On not at all. Sorry, sir. We, I mean, we don't have anything against you. I just thought it just is no. not, I'm not feeling it. Um, but again, so enough about that storyline. Again, we got to the other side of that. We got cousin Austin. He keeps saying, hi, cuz, everybody makes me laugh every time. Hey, cuz, hi, cuz. We're not there yet? Okay. To Bri- to, I almost said Brianna. To, uh, to uh, what's her name? BL- BLQ. Hi, cuz. And she's like, and Maxie, what? What happened? Why are you telling me it was your family? I laughed so hard. Oh, my God. I'm liking Roger Howard playing Austin. I'm actually enjoying this storyline. Yeah. I am. <laughs> I, I'm liking it, and I'm also curious what the the next we're waiting yeah. for the shoe to drop in austin yeah because right now i mean you know it's just kind of i want to have these connections i want what's mine of the quarterman family but does he have what's his what's his agenda past that right all right so that, that's fine i mean he just came back on and he's meeting everybody he's kind of said i mean so so he crosses several things so one he's at the hospital him and Britt are kind of developing some kind of a work friendship on some level i guess um Ava and him, they keep pairing them together. I mean, mm-hmm. I like, I mean, they look, they're, they're, they're always had chemistry of some sort anyway, whatever they're playing. But it's interesting that he's the go to for her, this Nicholas thing. I'm like, ooh, is something, are they? Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, and I guess there's there's not that many women that he could get involved with. Uh, but it's almost like I'd rather see people that Franco did not interact so heavily with yeah. and just see those scenes. But again, that, that pool is incredibly small. So, yeah, it is. you know, they, yeah, and more West is great. So, yeah. And they said they could, they, they want to put her Elizabeth. They didn't want to do that again. It's too much. Yeah. It's too literal. Um, so you're right. They didn't have, there's not many, there's not many left. Um, but her, and, they're, they're, they're interesting together. They're very, I thought they should put him and Terry together. Let's try it out for a little bit. Let's see how that goes. He was a trans yeah. woman. It'd be really interesting. That'd be an interesting storyline. For so, sure. I'd be done for that. Some different. I mean, because she's eligible. I mean, some different yeah. at the hospital together. Um, you got Jordan. You got Portia. You got Jordan. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got a few folks running around. Um, but he, okay, so we'll start with the Maxi, because Maxi said goodbye. In real life, she had to go get her, have a brain surgery. Um, so I thought it was very plausible of her to go out. But she, of course, having just like, um, just having conniptions that Austin's going to remember Brooklyn. Yeah. I, no, it's fine. It's I fine. fine. I think it's fine. I don't, I don't think that's the end part of it. I don't think that's the that's on his radar um, at all. Yeah. Uh, so. I do like at least seeing that uh, that Brooklyn is really starting to feel the toll yeah. of keeping this mounting. She is. And I thought she was going to tell that first a minute for a minute there this week. I was like, oh, but her and Valentine, I'm liking them becoming becoming friends. They're yes. literally becoming friends. And like, and you know, even though she was like, I need a friend right now. You've been, you've been great and all, and then Chase wheel, wheels in. Um, that was kind of funny. But, but, but they are having, a, they're, they're actually becoming really close. They're just talking. And she knows he likes Anna. Mm-hmm. She knows that. He's playing coy. He, he couldn't stop smiling. He's trying to hold, trying to hold off, couldn't stop smiling. Um, but I, I just think it's, it's just very interesting that Brooklyn is maturing before our eyes, I think. And she's really yeah. and she's part of the Austin storyline. She's like, she's like really on top of him. Like, who are you? Like, we're quarter mains. We're used to this guy. Like, who are you? She's and her and Maxi are literally coming friends. Or at least yeah. they're, they're bound together. They're bound together by this experience. You said it last week. They're bound together by this experience. I mean, how could you, you know, how could that not change bring them closer? Uh and for whenever they do bring Lulu out, it's one thing to go from you hated her as much as I did. So I said, "Wait, yeah, you guys are like best buddies." Oh, wait till wait, wait when Lulu comes out. Oh, we also got stupid Dante and Sam. You kissed out the kids, and oh my god! And then and and, and Olivia looking over there at the, the podium, like something going on. Um, it's like I mean, this they're setting this whole thing up. I mean, I don't care about Sam and Dante. I really don't. That scene was torturous. The, what was worse than watching? Dante and Sam kiss on the 4th of July <laughs> was having to endure that scene of Dante and Sam explaining around it to Olivia without revealing that they kissed. That was even more, I was like with Olivia, like, okay, I'm, whatever this is, I'm out. This, that was, what a waste, what a waste of a scene and screen time. It was garbage. I know. I agree with you, Fred. I have nothing to say about that either. Just, I just, just know that that was, that was Sam's big moment this week, besides talking to Curtis, with the whole dance around this, you know, you, you kissed the, you told Maxie, I kissed the guy. <laughs> I, mean, just, I mean, I just don't care. Yeah. And the fact that nobody's mentioned like Lulu at all, and any oh. of this is crazy to me. None, none. That, it's- you know, like Sam is like reluctant because, wait, I mean, Lulu's, you know, what, what, where you stand with Lulu, or Dante having some kind of weird feelings about, being attracted to somebody, but also being connected to Lulu. 
So it's like nothing has been addressed to that at all. And it's just like, why? This should, it should be at least mentioned. If you want to go this direction, that's cool. But at least give me a quick scene for explaining why Dante is now like open to this possibility. Just give me a quick thing. Like, yeah, you know, I, I have to move on. Cool. Oh, you know, great. But at least acknowledge reality. It's got words on my I really have, I don't even like talking about the storyline, but we have to get this part of the show. And I, that's all. I'm just like, okay. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna next. I'm going to the next story because I don't really care about that. Um, Anna and Val, of course, we love their scenes. They're they're slow. The slow boat to China of realizing their their feelings. They went to Ryan's bar. A little Ryan's hope throwback. Um, and they shank down the guy who's the brother of the fake nurse. Oh, that brother. Oh. Uh, probably the highlight of that scene. Like Anna's like. I'm just going to be like really soft touched with getting this information out. I just like Valentine bringing the hammer down, just, you know, grabbing his arm, pinning him on there. <laughs> just like, like twice the size. glasses. Just the guy was like twice the size. I'm like, okay. Just yelling at the bartender to go away. And then, then nobody else got up or anything. I was just like, go oh. clean some glasses. All right. You know, it's very, it's very New York, Frank. Nobody, nobody moves to New York. Um, yeah, I, it was, the scene was a little ridiculous, but. We got yeah, we, they got answers. They got some answers yes. basically, and he got arrested, and he's like, whatever, and he's like, I didn't do anything wrong. But it was more about Anna. It was more about Anna and Valentine anyway. You know, them getting closer again, and the, the warm beer, and and a little ha ha about that. And I just, I know I, I, I like it. I don't care. I like it. I like them. I like it. And their slow way of trying to not not be together, but they should be together. I think it's fine. I'm I'm yeah. happy with it. I'm fine. I, I'm digging where it's going. Me too. Uh, just. You know, just don't come on, GH. Just tell me, like, uh, you know, just try to not uh, not derail a rom uh, potential romance. Like, GH is great about like getting you invested in like a potential romance and then just derailing it. And you're like, oh, okay, thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. Joe, you're right. Uh, Ava's mom uh, should have been should have been there. She should have brought in Eileen Douglas and had her come back as a, as a um, an Eileen Douglas. I've got her last name. I've got her last name. But she should have came on as a guest role in the bar. That's true. They bring her now, on. Uh, you know, until you mentioned that, I did not realize any sort of connection for between Ryan's bar and Ryan's Hope. Oh, you know that? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. It's right. that. so yeah. that was that's the bar from Ryan's Hope. Yes, and the Novaks are from Ryan's Hope. Ah, that's cool. All right, I did not. I did not know that. Connection. I watched Ryan's Hope when I was growing up, so yeah, I knew that one. So that's but the right, but that yeah, and Joe Novak worked at Ryan's bar. Yeah. So that's, that was a whole thing. It was an Irish bar in New York, and in, 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 I think it was Lower Manhattan or somewhere, wherever it was. Um, and yes, it's all Ryan's Hope references. Nice. And were the Novaks uh, like mob people back in? No, they're just, they're just they're a big time. They're just big, they're one of the big families there. And um, so they can also tell me more. I forgot exactly. There's a whole bunch of them, and they're a big. They're one of the main families on Ryan's Hope. That's cool. All I right. know. So that's kind of funny. So it's a little it's a little nod to history over there. Um, yes. Um, so we go, so that's what led Alan, you know, Val, uh, Alan and Alan, uh, uh, Anna and Val, and they got together. I think Kristen, Eileen Kirsten, that's her name. Yes, thank you, Johnny. I, that's what I, I want to see her come back on for a little special thing, and you know, your little thing. Um, yeah, no, yeah, the from there from the sub. Go online, everything, everything, everything's on YouTube. You type in, you know, Ryan's Hope, they'll show you all that stuff. Um, and Ryan's Hope was the soap that came on first on ABC, it was. It was like on at 11, I think, or 10 or 11. It was Ryan's help, all my children, wanted to live, 
um, General Hospital and Edge of Night. That was the whole a ABC lineup for years. Man, it's yeah. I mean, you know, who knows what GH has got in, in store for the Novaks? But now having a better appreciation of this kind of uh, not the soap opera's past, it's like, well, then yeah, let's let's double down. Let's make this family something well, interesting. Like I said, bring somebody on who's a name. Yeah, to kind of maybe anchor the family, get somebody who we can you know get in there. Um, I was just, uh, I'm, I'm I'm avoiding one storyline. We're gonna get there. Yeah, I'm, I'm holding out. I'm holding out for that one. <laughs> But there's two. There's, well, there's only there's there's, there's two there's two stories. Yeah, Roscoe Bourne played the late Roscoe Bourne played Joe Novak. He did. Oh. Um, I know this one. I don't mind. Okay, this one I'm on a fence with. And Frank and I talked about it briefly before we came on. Spencer. So Spencer reveals himself. Josh throws him in the pool. Of course, guys like ha ha. Um. I kind of, I mean, I kind of had fun. I mean, he, he is kind of funny. I love that he's still, you know, he's still a brat. Make totally, the totally tracks with him. Um, and that he's stirring a pot with Ava, with his father. Uh, he doesn't care what his father wants. He doesn't give, he doesn't care. He's so happy to separate. But then it was him and Britt got together. It was nice to see a Spencer Britt reunion, for sure. Yeah, I agree. I thought that was really funny. The whole exchange. Uh, uh, what do you say? I was sorry. You asked ordered a drink. So you'll have a uh, iced tea. Um, <laughs> the drinking age is lower in Europe because not in Europe. Um, and then trying to get Brit and, and and Nicholas together again. So awkward. Yeah. It, was, uh, it just yeah. That was. That they're was... done. I mean, they're done. I don't see any chemistry whatsoever left with them. I feel like they're done. No, for sure. Uh, which is you know. Uh, a shame, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's really no. I can't. I can't imagine them going back without a lot of extensive scenes about, yeah. you know, hashing out their issues. Uh, so, I, I, there's a sense to me like this. Spencer also just kind of treats Nicholas kind of like his butler because, like, when they do show up later for the the Ava potential parent trapping. Oh, parent trap. Like, yes. Uh, yeah. Why don't you get get us drinks while I go change? And that's how Spencer treats his dad. I'm like, oh, hold on, easy. You get your own drink, buddy. Well, Spencer is very—he's uh, taller than his dad. It's like, okay, he's taller than his dad, and he just looks looks at him. And I mean, I don't know. I just, I just, it's, it's, it is. It's like he's in, he's like a true Castanine. He is in control. Um, <laughs> and Trina is hot. She wants to like get him on some level, but then she wants to she wants to use him to her advantage. I mean, she holds the secret that he's been around for before this whole thing happened. But this kind of like, I keep thinking to myself, but does it even out that she thought he thought his father was dead for a while? So I mean, it probably all evens out. I mean, like, in the end. I do not understand the, why, the elevating the stakes of not letting anybody know that Spencer was in town earlier than he said. It seems so trivial to me. I, I don't understand. Like, and his excuse, like, if my father found out that I was here and didn't talk to him, Oh boy, would he be mad? Like, really? Would he be? He goes, like, no, he's just happy you're here now. He wouldn't care. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I'm like, would it be that bad? I mean, would it be anything? I mean, I don't, I don't, I just, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, but, but this Spencer clearly wants them not together, clearly. Yeah. Um, he is pulling some strings and, 
everybody doesn't know this yet. So when that comes out, that's gonna be the big bombshell. More so that he's been around here, been here for a while. I think the big bombshell is that he's the one who orchestrated the stalking stuff, um, and Ava will be pissed. Now, Ava's gonna be pissed. Woo! Because I, I think it happening to Ava alone, she could probably work through because of what she did yes. and, and made Spencer so mad. But involving Avery in it, I feel like takes it a bridge too far. Oh yeah, and Trina. I mean, she loves Trina now. Yeah. Trina got caught in a crossfire. So I yeah, he's gonna be pissed. He will be pissed. She will be pissed. Um, yeah, so it's gonna be very interesting to see how that because that's gonna come out obviously it's gonna come out at some point. Um, but Trina and Nicholas and Nicholas and Spencer, I'm kind of liking them. So I'm trying to figure out it's kind of I, I'm still I'm not sure on him yet either. Um, I did a I did a show about uh, on oh my sister show Jay's Dirty Deeds out now. I did a, I did the the Dirty Deeds of of Spencer Cassidine, and Nicholas Chavez who plays him liked my post and said great show. He watched it. Oh, uh, thank you, Nicholas Chavez. I'm trying to get him on this show. I'm trying to get him on here. Um, but he said thank you. So I'm still I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to warm up to this Nicholas and see how I feel about him because it's again they does before bring on someone cartoonish something really bad but then try to make him a, try to make him endearing to us they did it with valentine they did it with nick they, they do it with certain characters you're like oh, i was all the cast nine men <laughs> all right uh they do it with them and we're supposed to kind of accept them but then i don't know it's just it's just so it's just interesting to me we talked about it before we talked about it on the show before the characters how they try to how do we get over this thing we know this happened supposedly yeah there's, I mean, I guess that, that that is such a fine line to ride, especially with, with Spencer, because he can be extremely annoying, but then there are moments of the of, of sweetness that he has, like with Laura. I'm thinking more about the Nicholas Bechtold version, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, where you have like you know just real moments with uh, with Britt or with Laura or even with his dad too, uh, and then there'd be the other moments where he'd be just the annoying Spencer pushing people's right. buttons and you know trying to make schemes and stuff like that. And it just, and even with Nicholas Beckle, that that version of the character, there were times where I was just like, okay, enough with the annoying parts of Spencer. Let's just have some real moments. So I don't, it wasn't perfect with with the previous actor. So, you know, I, I, I can't expect them to have it quite right for this one yet either. Well, be interesting. Like I said, again, he is, he is, he is part of so many people. I mean, he's connected to so many folks. I think it was I forgot who was there's another another there's another JH podcast who did a whole family tree on who he's connected to. Forgot which mm -hmm. one. Sorry, I wish I remember which one it was. It could be Harborview, GH, or it wasn't ten four. Could have been Pot Partrop. There's so many. There's so many out there. I, I forgot which one it is, but they did something, and it was it was good. I was like, oh yeah, they have this. He's related. He relates to so many people. So on the show, so I think it's very interesting. Because him and Cameron share a grandmother, so to speak. I mean, because you say grandmother, we're friends. That's a weird, that's a weird. Yeah. Why did you say we're cousins? I mean, he calls her Aunt Elizabeth. I mean, I guess it's just weird. Um, but anyway, but it's, uh, but yeah, it's, I, 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 and plus Cameron and Joss were always, Spencer was always into Emma. Right. So I'm curious to see what they're going to do with that. I mean, they're going to make him interested in Joss, maybe, but nobody's but he, but he likes Trina. I'm just curious where they're going to go with all the the four of them. That's going to be that's going to be obviously a storyline of some sort. It's I, I would love to have Emma back in the mix. Uh, Me too. Yeah, I, I mean, 
She, I mean, she's a great legacy character. That would be awesome. You know, and I feel like, uh, you know, I feel like the real actress is, you know, close enough that, you know, I mean, she may look a little young compared to everybody else, but I think she can make it work. She's growing up, folks. If you follow her on Brooklyn yeah. Great Sales, or she's growing up. So, I mean, I think she could fit right in, I think. And so, and maybe be like a Christina, be a little younger than the rest of them by a few years. And that's the whole thing. And then she matures into it. I think, I think she could. I think she'd totally do it. Yeah. Um, it, but again, with this, the Spencer secret, I, it seems so trivial to me and I don't understand why it's they're hanging so much on the need to keep the secret like who cares just say it there's I think there's plenty of other things around that storyline that this this weird you know secret of like when Nicholas came to town or Spencer came to town it doesn't matter but yeah um, oh, okay I saved the two last storylines for last on purpose. <laughs> so, I, I'm, so Frank, I'm gonna have you choose which one we talk about first. All right. To last. I'm gonna say one word for each. Perfect. The first word is, I'm the first word is. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Well, I mean, what's well, not that? I mean, oh my God. Worst words, marriage. <laughs> and the second one is, it's several words. You have to come back. First word is marriage. Second one is you have to come back. <sighs> All right, let's, uh, you, uh, you have to come back. We'll go, we'll go there. So, everybody thought it was weird too. I thought it was weird also. When Lenny announces he's dying of pancreatic cancer, that homegirl hugs Mike first. I thought, when you go hug your husband? It was like, you're hugging Mike. <laughs> I was like, um, somebody else caught that too. And I was like, that seems weird to me, but okay. Um, so another dying storyline, maybe, because now looking into Nina's money, and then he had talked to me. So it's a whole thing. So getting, but this whole this whole thing. So do you think they're wrapping it up? I uh, I don't know. The one thing that I I was what I liked to go off of the topic slightly is we saw the scene of Finn, Elizabeth, and Jason overhearing in the park. Yes. And there's a nice bit of distance between Jason and Finn and Elizabeth, and he was able to hear everything. Oh, everything, everything, everything. But now we've got <laughs> we've got Lenny. <laughs> uh, we've got Lenny and uh, Mike and Phyllis and Anina 
over there in, in the ta- in, in, in the bar, and uh, they give they give Lenny and Nina some space, and yet they can't hear anything that's being talked. And they're in a closed environment in a much closer proximity. I'm like, yes. what is happening with these this stuff? Yes, yes. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's Lenny's. I don't know if they're writing Lenny out or it's that what he needs to save him is in Port Charles. And well, how does Nina deal with the fact that, you know, the only, because if, if Lenny and, and Phyllis go, then Mike is going to go. And so how do you deal with that? Like to save the life of somebody you care about, but it also blows up this huge secret you've been keeping. So I feel like it's leading in that direction, but and I, uh, I'm hoping it's not the end of Lenny, but I also, I don't need to, I don't know if I need to see him die. I can just see him, you know, be sick, get saved. And then he and Phyllis return back to, you know, Nixon Falls and we never see them again. You know, if that happens, I don't know if I need to see him die though. You know, Lenny didn't do anything. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I have a feeling there's going to be some intersectionality happening too. I feel like it's going to be this whole thing where you have to go to Port Charles. Like the specialist is there. Um, and how's Nina going to f- handle this? I, I, I have a feeling with you, Frank, the same thing. I think that's what we're leading. That's what Good Soap would do. Um, that would bring Mike back to Port Charles. Right now, he has no reason to go there. He has no memory of it. He has no reason to go there. Uh, except for Nina. He knows Nina goes there. Um, having, Nina, having Nina leave her grandson to come back to Nixon Falls. And she has feelings for Mike. I think it's completely, completely unexpected for her. She really did not plan that. Um, and she's liking this version of Sonny, so to speak, and this town. And she, I think she really likes Phyllis and Lenny. Um, and that would be kind of weird. I mean, it's like, you're, you're, she has an alternate, like she said to uh, Avon a while back, no one knows me. I get to be a whole new person. No one knows me at all. Could GH make that bold of a decision to treat Mike, like they treated Jason Quartermain, and give him that permanent. That's a good question. Interview. That's a good question. I have no idea. Because you, I mean, you know what we get if he go if he remembers everything, reverts back to Sonny. Right. Then you, I mean, you, you, yeah, he goes back in. He takes his place as son of the mob. The life continues on like that. Him and Carly together. I, I feel like there's much more different aspects to elite. You know, the Sonny slash Mike character that could open up if he never remembered. And you know he just had been he was rebuilding a, a life with these connections of much like uh, you know Jason had to deal with these people that love him and want a connection with him. How does he how does he build that life? Gabrielle C says, "Do you think? Do you guys think they will have them sleep together before the truth comes out?" <sighs> you, you know, Mike does. Mike wants to get it on. He, wants, he does. He wants to get in. He wants some Nina. Nina's like, yeah. sorry. Um, because as a man, of course you would. You see an attractive woman, you spend time with her. Yeah, he wants to get his freak on. I'm sure he wants to get he wants to get in there and get down and dirty. She's the she's the one who knows the truth of who he is. So she's holding yeah. up, but you know, she wants it too. She saw those dimples, Frank. She saw those, those dimples, the vortex. She's tasting that pasta sauce. That pasta so. sauce, that's it. I mean, I'm in too. I mean, man, I weighed my heart through my stomach too. So I mean, I like that's that's why I mean. Um, I don't know. That's this the fact they haven't slept together yet actually is very interesting i think it's very interesting they have it well i mean but i think i think it's realistic because as much as nina may be attracted to him she also knows like holy cow i know he has this whole other life and all these people that love him and miss him and would desperately want him to be back 
And I and it, it, by my actions, I am keeping all that from happening. She is. Uh, yeah. So I can see why that could kind of, you know, tamp down, you know, whatever libido's got like kicking up. Like, let's get it, let's do it. Uh, it's just, it's such a, uh, you know, I can see like even the Chris would say like for Nina to really lean into this and embrace this, yeah. but for her to play this kind of like, Oh, I know this is so terrible. And I know, you know, when the truth comes out, I'm probably never going to be able to see you again, Wiley, to play the kind of like wishy-washy kind of thing with it. It's just like, yeah. first thing, like GH has a lot of those show, these, these things where it's just like, if you just said it, we can move on to the next phase of the storyline. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we're not, because we all have to, you're trying to get the different story beats, so. Um, Nathan hopes it's a what-if story that he's actually dreaming all this. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, they did, they did Dallas season nine it was a whole dream season. They did that to bring back Bobby. That was very bold and gutsy for them to do that back then. They've never done that since. And days did the time jump where they went a year ahead. Desperate Housewives went five years ahead. Uh, did any, any of the uh, Marvel, any of the DC stuff do that on TV? They do go ahead a, a couple of years or something? No. Yeah, so it's not a common practice. They don't. It's not a common practice. So I don't. I don't. That that would be wonderful. But but how many storylines would be affected? True. I mean, it'd be it'd be everything. You'd have to bring like Peter August would still be alive. Uh, Cyrus yeah. would still be in the picture. You know, I'm like I'm like nope. I'm like okay, we're done. I'm like you said that, Frank. I'm like nah, nah, nope, nope, no dreams, <laughs> no dreams, no dreams, no dreams, no dreams. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, it's uh, you know if Lenny does die, I you know I hope that's not the end of Phyllis. Maybe does Phyllis yeah. stick around? You know, uh, you know poor Charles. If that's that what happens? Yeah. But the thing that's frustrating about the storyline too is that Nina having her scenes with Willow, you know, and letting her know that things are coming up and that she's going to have to leave. She makes it seem like it's like, <laughs> like so impossible. Like I don't know if I'll ever see Wiley or when. You're just like a couple hours away. Uh, and you know hey guess what there's also zoom and skype and facetime there's so many things that you could still stay connected to people that you love without having to be around them so i don't know why they're playing the scenes it's like i don't know when i'll be back oh no i don't know call on there it's like i don't you know i don't know i'm like okay oh mm -hmm. very interesting so yeah. yeah i don't know i don't know i, I think it's just i think it's just i yeah, where's this going? I have no idea. But I feel like maybe they're wrapping up to come back support Charles somehow. I, I feel like they got to. They have to. I mean, otherwise, I don't know how somebody gets to Nixon Falls to, to kind of blow this right. up. So it, I feel like it's got to be them coming back. And I, it'll be interesting to see, because I'm sure Nina's going to talk Mike out of wanting to come. I'll bring Lenny and Phyllis, yeah. but you should stay here and, and take care of the 10-0. That's what they want. They still need their business running. And if you leave, you know, what's going to happen? So I'm sure Mike will probably stay behind at first, but then eventually realize like, no, I got to be close to the people I care about. And then he'll just on his own come to poor Charles and surprise everybody. Now here's what's funny. So we have, okay. So we have Lenny and Phyllis. Phyllis is a nurse. So she could work at your hospital. She's going to stay. Yes. She's met Valentine. She knows Nina. Then she would know Sonny Mike. There's a connection there. I'm sure her and Carly would get along fine. 
it'll be with the men or whatever, probably whatever. There are other black folks there. It'd be really funny if she's related to Stella. Remember that long time ago storyline about oh. somebody being nearby? That's true. There you go. Nixon Falls isn't that far away. No, it's not. I said that'd be that'd be it'd be wonderful. I could tie that back together somehow. Why not? And, she, and she'd be part of that, that whole family, that whole mixed up family. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Who knows? So there's 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 reasons. There's some there's some good stuff that could happen bringing them back this direction. But again, it will blow up everything, of course, because obviously he's sunny. So, and as I just like, I want to try to get this correctly, folks. On Twitter, there's a kid. You guys know this already? Who's doing GH recaps? He's seven years yeah, old. I want to say his name Is correctly. Max? Is it Max? Does GH or something? think so isn't it i want to say his name correctly i want to say his name correctly because i don't want to get it wrong um but he's doing if you guys know the channel you can tell me too but he does he does recaps of gh like short ones is it max does i know i just spelled it wrong um but he wrote and maurice bernard answered him back but I was That's laughing. Great. Oh, called Max updates GH. He has 17, 21 followers on on face on Twitter. We'll get him he, go. wrote, he wrote and said, "It's been eight months, Maurice, since you've been back to in Port Charles." And we're just like, "I know it was eight months." I couldn't stop laughing. He told me <laughs> that the kid's hilarious. He is hilarious. I follow him, and he is and he was like telling Maurice about himself, about how so he's come back home. Um, so it's, it's it's very funny. It's very funny. Um, yeah, he's he's seven years old. So there you go, kids. He wants Sunny back. Yeah, too. there you go. See, he wants Sunny back too. He's seven years old, Frank. And he wants Sunny back. Yeah, Maurice Bernard's not going to respond to my tweet. You know, he didn't respond to mine either. So I got that's why I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just because I'm done of I'm just done with scenes. Of Phyllis and Mike talking about Nina. Let's just like, let's just move on to the next. I'm just, I can't stand those scenes. So please, whatever it takes to get us past that into the next phase of the storyline. So, I mean, we're still going to be talking about Nina. We're always going to be talking about Nina when it comes to Phyllis and Mike. I know. I know. Because the betrayal is going to come out and then it's going to be Phyllis trying to, well, you have to understand where Nina's coming from. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Ugh. So, okay. The last storyline. That I just need oh. to bring up. Yeah. Willow and, and Chase and Michael. See, this whole storyline is garbage, garbage, garbage. It just it just uh, makes that, it doesn't. The the fact that they just can't tell him. That you, why would you not? You, uh, you know, it, it, I could understand. You know, the, the hurt that Michael and Willow felt when they found out they learned the truth about Chase and Sasha. And it's like, wow, you know, you, you try to control our lives. Well, I mean, we understand also that, you, you know, you made the bigger sacrifice, but we still don't like the way you did it. 
for this, it's just like, guys, you know, <laughs> have you learned nothing that if you were, if you just told them and it's, it's I, affecting a child's safety. I mean, yes, that's a huge, that has a lot of ramifications for this. This is a grown man who is going to walk, whether he is married to Willow or not, because he's a cop, because he's a human being, because he wants to regain all his faculties. It is not this all this thing about Willow that's the only thing that's going to give him the motivation to walk. It is not. It is not. And so for them not to say anything is just absolutely stupid. You said it all, Frank, for me. I agree. No, I agree. I, 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 I just, it's, it, yeah. I agree. I agree with you. Everything you said, Frank, I agree with. I just think it's, 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 it's ridiculous. And we didn't learn anything from before, apparently. So I, yeah. It's just, you know, and so now Chase is like, he's starting to walk. And now we already get to get that great, that great 80s soap story. Oh, yeah. Somebody uh, who's been paralyzed then learns the truth about something goes, well, now I need to act like I still can't walk for a while longer. And so then it becomes like, how does it get revealed that, wait, you could walk for how long? Oh, my God. And see, I like Chase in Brooklyn. That, even that one little scene together, it was like, yep. Yep. You oh. too. That's what you want. Now you've been to Prospect Studios, yes? Yes, I have. So the the what they use is whatever, like the GH outdoor courtyard. Yes. Uh, is that I assume that's the outside of the studios? Yes, it is. Which is great. Is. Shout out to the the to the one doctor and one nurse that played background. <laughs> <laughs> they the, did it yeah they did it. they did, did it back for the back background crosses they back did it right. that's right frank <laughs> yeah central casting probably got him on there and they said okay your background cross action mm -hmm. oh, the 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 low point for this week was michael and willow sitting out there and michael saying to willow with in all earnestness like i, I want to hold you in my arms and i want to make love to you and willow just like being they cut to willow and she's like just why am i watching this why am i watching this this is awful i know i, know. I was like oh my goodness i don't even understand um but will's still alive so and so is sasha so again points everybody everybody thinks michael dies so they're still alive uh i guess but I, i'm like but chasing and chasing brooklyn just that one little scene enough got me excited willow with somebody anybody else get me excited i mean i just i just don't, oh, I don't understand it was interesting that they never really kind of addressed uh because they also there's a michael and sasha scene this week as well yes there was and it kind of took around the the brando sasha dilemma why sasha was so reluctant about brando being in her life and why not talk about that with michael because clearly she didn't have that big of an issue when it came to michael michael is still close to the corinthos family but is it because he's got quartermain ties or he's just not in the business for real that that's far enough away for her, for Sasha to feel comfortable being in a relationship with him? Yeah. Uh, I would lo love to have heard that conversation and just to hear Michael's point of view about what it's like to be in a mob family, but not necessarily involved in all their activities. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and I don't know why they didn't, because that seemed like such a big thing. That was Sasha's main reason. Who right. else who better to talk to than somebody that you were dating that was in that same situation and you didn't have any issue with it at the time? But no, uh, I got the kids. 
That's it. I, I, I don't want to talk anymore. That's, that's just it. It's because it just makes me we're going in circles, Frank Moran. Because it's because it's because we should write that storyline. I mean, come on, folks. I mean, it's just not. It makes no sense. It makes no whatsoever. It makes my heart hurt, and my hair. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna stop. I mean, we've been talking for we've been on here for an hour and a half, kids, longer than the show actually. It was on TV, but we gave you your we gave you your GH. This for the week. We did it. We if we're going to stay number one, James, we got to give them this top top tier talent. Top tier, top tier talent. Top tier talking. Yeah, exactly. All that. Exactly. Oh, you guys. Uh, but seriously, thank you, everybody. All the Facebook groups that we share this in there. Thank you so much. Everybody who watches or listens to this, because both ends on the audio and video spectrum, it's the number one show of my network. I'm just thank you so much for um, for hearing us rant about things we don't like. But we do like some stuff on there. We do. Um, and I see the comments. I see on YouTube, you get you get mad at one of us every week at some point. So I mean, this, that's par for the course. But we like doing it for you. We like bringing this to you, um, <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. And Frank, if they want to follow you somewhere, where should they follow you? Yeah, I mean, folks, I think you would all agree that it was probably better last week when I was frozen, and you didn't have to look at my reactions. Now you've got the reactions back. I'm sure you're none not happy about that at all. Uh, so let me know that you'd rather me be frozen. On Twitter and Instagram, Happy Go Jackie. <laughs> and you can follow me. We're all James Lodge Jr. sold at James Lodge Jr. on all social media platforms. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to our girl, Alexis Torres, where I stole that from. I, I saw her the other day online. I was talking to her. So Aww. I just want to say that. But yes, Alexis Torres, my shirt. This is, this is from Prospect Studios, from Frank Valentini. He gave us all these shirts back in the day. We are back next weekend. We're back. We're going to be here again next week. I mean, we're just, I'm not, yeah, next week is fine. Yeah, next week we're here. We're here this week. And we just we did talk about everything. So I know Gabrielle came on late. We talked about Britain's friends. We talked about everything. So just go back and watch. So you go back and watch and see what we talked about. Um, thank you guys for saying the kind words. Uh, we love doing this. Um, and everybody, and Lucretia, L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N. There is only one. There's only one, folks. You can't find another one. Let's give her a shout out to you. And to all of our fellow GH podcasters, I always say, you know, some have been on our show, some I've just met. Um, it's enough GH stuff to talk about to go around. There's enough to go around. Um, and so there's, there's a lot of GH talk. So uh, about, the, about the, you know, our soap opera we love. So we'll see you guys next week. Have a good week, everybody. If you're in the hot weather, stay hydrated. If you're in rain, don't drown. See you next time. Boy, that, that went dark right there. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.